welcome to another edition of the Gobeski's Wilcox Report. I am one of your hosts, Brianne Gobeski. I'm a host, Doug Gobeski. And I am also a host, Paul Wilcox. And we have three lovely guests with us today. We have Adam Gobeski. Hello. Uh, Charlie Wallace. It's a pleasure to be here. And Tony Huff. Ahoy, ahoy. And today we are on uh, episode 35 of our Merry Marvel Movie March. And we watched uh, the 2012 movie Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. And... Hey, Charlie. Yes. I think when we rebooted the universe, we went one too many times. <laughs> it's po- <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I, I can't even remember where we left off there. I know. Things the last couple of weeks haven't been quite right. Yeah, Keith wanted to talk about We'll get it. I can't. We'll get it someday. <laughs> I don't know what word they're talking about, Paul. Uh, it's uh, it's the word cook. Um, so when two birds love each other. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh God! <laughs> <laughs> that is what they're saying. Oh, that word. The colloquial. The colloquial. The it, it I try as try as I might. But before we talk about Ghost Rider, I'm going to take over this podcast with a little segment I'm going to call Chipping for Charlie. Yay! <laughs> Yay! What? What are you doing? What? Don't worry about it. You have to participate. I will. Oh, I'm participating. Oh, okay. I think I have some. Uh, chips over in my trash pile that I might be able to <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Everyone must so, chip for me. <laughs> I don't have any chips. Chip, chip, make some, then. <laughs> I've got another can of soda do, I can do. Do you have potatoes? Do you have oil? <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. Well. Do you have a table? Do you have wood? <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me check. Oh, I got wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, while yes. he... Uh, Turns a turns a table into scrap. I've got a bag of Doritos screaming for. I actually don't never know. I never pronounce Sriracha. this out loud. Sriracha. Um, Sriracha. I've got some failed 3D prints that could easily be smashed into little chips. You know we're in the middle of doing something, right? I told you I was going to get a soda, and I came back with the soda. And apparently, you guys just continued on without me. Yes, we <laughs> so did. It's your own fault. Anyway, what is this? Sriracha, screaming sriracha Doritos. So the the R the first R is silent. Is that that it? Because it's like sriracha, except that you say the R. Sriracha. Sriracha. No, it's scheming sriracha. Is it kind of like the word iron? First R is silent. Iron. 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 No, is it? Yeah, iron. Yeah, but iron is a perfectly acceptable way to say it, right? It's iron. 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 Sounds like a Doritos bag. <laughs> What's going on over there? Sniffing the bag. Oh my god! The dust is like, like spraying up into like pepper spray. All right. oh, he hasn't even tried one yet. No, we just smelled the bag. Here we, here we go. All right. You can finish the rest of it. <laughs> right now. Wow. Do it. Don't please me. 
Are you overwhelmed with garlic flavor? I don't think I've ever actually had sriracha, so I don't. Really? It, it, ta- it tastes the way a Thai restaurant smells. Hmm. Hmm. There's a very, it does kind of kick at the back, at the, like after a little bit, it gives you that wave. Yeah, the problem is this has a pretty rough after taste. It's a, you just got to put the chips in your mouth fast enough that you never get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's like a the... weird peppery yeah. and jal- like a pepper jalapeno weird taste. How does it yeah. compare to the flaming Hot Doritos? See, I'm not, not really... As, not as hot as those. See, I'm not a big fan of those either, so that's probably why I'm not, I don't really like this. The flaming Hots are just a little too hot for me. Ugh, it just smelled really bad. <laughs> <laughs> flaming Hot is okay, but it's it's not hot enough. Oh. I need the habanero chips. I need those back. I... We may have even talked about this on the podcast, but you all heard about when they were they were going to shut down the Sriracha factory. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Well, this Why? was because years ago. Because polluting the environment with uh, yes, uh, pepper. That's precisely <laughs> why. Like stench. At certain times, people couldn't go outside <laughs> if they lived near enough to it. They basically just pepper sprayed the atmosphere. Yep. Well, the internet went crazy <laughs> because people were like, we can't lose our sriracha. And the people in the town were like, we can't live in our town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did they burn down the plant? Uh, I, I'm sure nothing ever came of it. I mean, sriracha still exists. So I think it was well, just maybe, a human interest know. story. Maybe they uh, put some charcoal on the exhaust filters. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they had to ramp up their environmental controls. <laughs> Maybe they just put Doritos bags over top of it and closed them up and t- sent them out. <laughs> just just spicy Doritos. <laughs> it's a shippable product. All right. So I guess what we really came here today for was to talk about the 2012 movie Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, yeah. I didn't give my recommendation. Um, I wouldn't get those again. Nope. Nope. Okay, carry on. Okay, now we can continue on with the 2012 movie, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which is a movie about one Dennis Ghost Rider who traveled to a faraway land to be able to meet and protect a boy from the mysterious man in black as he travels, then brings him back to his faraway land, travel to a giant tower to be able to protect him from the evilness of the world. You watch the right Idris Elba film. Yeah, the one with the man in black and the weird flames and weapons and just fighting and a boy that has to be protected. Ooh, a boy. A lot, lot of gunfire as well, I presume. A lot of, lot of gunfire, yep. Some explosions happening. There's a nice boy. Does it, did, it, did it burn when he peed? <laughs> Doesn't it always? <laughs> Is that really what uh, you know? Well, uh, I think you need to see a doctor. It's not for you guys. Alright. 95% of what I'm saying will be. I recommend you uh, go to the fridge and pour yourself a nice tall glass of cranberry juice. Jesus. Oh, the unsweetened variety. Just the... <laughs> well, so, um, actually, Paul, do you want to go ahead and give the actual synopsis of this uh this film and well um yes it's the the return of johnny blaze uh, as played by nicholas cage uh, he returns as the ghost rider and uh he has to save this boy who is the devil's son 
and I, yeah. then some some stuff happens in between there um where he you know there's like this one scene you remember like when he got in the in the mining thing and yeah and he uh yep. that was awesome had the flames took over yeah that was awesome yeah and then there's <laughs> the part where um sorry where he gets shot with a rocket and he gets shot way up in the air oh, after yeah, getting hit with a rocket shot, that yeah. was pretty cool too yeah and then i think before he saves the boy, he fights this other guy on top of a top of a truck. Yeah. yeah. And that that was probably that might have been the coolest. That the, yeah, that was awesome. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, the Donald Trump review. This <laughs> <laughs> movie. It's unbelievable. I have people calling me saying, Great job with Ghost Rider. <laughs> Very beautiful flames. Very beautiful. There, the best flame. There were moment. <laughs> there were moments in the movie where I thought, you know, Donald Trump could show up in this, <laughs> yeah, and it would make a lot of sense. I mean, mm-hmm. it was about a guy making deals, right? Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, yep. I mean, it was the literal devil, is my understanding. But... So yeah. So so no, <laughs> no change whatsoever. <laughs> I guess the first question will be: Have you seen this movie before, Doug? Uh, no. I actually picked up the DVD at a garage sale way back when I lived in Idaho and purposefully not watched it so that I could save it for this, the Mary Marvel movie march, which was the right choice because I can't imagine having to watch this movie again. Okay, well, um, I have not seen this movie. In fact, I actually haven't even seen the first Ghost Rider. So this will be a very interesting... You're a real Tony Huff. I am. I came (laughs) came in at the sequel... And I'm going to, uh, it was an interesting, yes, experience. I did not see it in the theaters and I saw it for the first time this week. I had not seen this before either. Um, have seen the first one, but not, not yet spirit of vengeance, but now I have, I think. If you can tell by my synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the room while the movie was playing. (laughs) <laughs> I was looking at the screen and listening to the words. <laughs> Is that watching it? Like, I don't it know. Didn't really, it didn't really stick. <laughs> like I said at the very outset, Paul was Paul was going to get on the podcast and be like, well, I didn't actually watch the film. I was too busy trying to install Skype. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very real possibility. <laughs> uh, Tony, have you seen this? Uh, I had not seen this, uh, much like any movie that we watch on here. Um, but I had seen Ghost Rider, the first one, because it had Nicolas Cage in it. Nice. And, uh, Adam? Uh, I'd seen it once before in theaters when it came out, then went and recorded a podcast about it, and then I hadn't seen it until today, and now I'm doing another podcast. So apparently every time I see this movie, I'm compelled to record a podcast about it (laughs) (laughs) that's your curse curse. yeah (laughs) i too have made a deal with the devil where every time i see this movie i have to record a podcast about it if you bring me the boy you can cease the podcast (laughs) in fact i saw the movie with adam and recorded that together so Uh oh cute (laughs) yeah that's how i would describe it yes Yeah, my opinions about it have definitely changed a little bit, actually. But oh, we'll, oh wow. we'll get into that. Hey, no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. 
Just a teaser. It's not a spoiler. I, don't, I, I haven't. I said yeah, changed. I haven't listened don't to the tease me, bro. I don't know why I thought that was funny. That's such an old reference. That took me a sec. Sorry, I was on Facebook a while today. The boomers are just catching up to that one. (laughs) All right. So, uh, what do you guys want to talk about? I guess so. When I saw this the last time, I hadn't seen the original Ghost Rider, which I have Mm -hmm. now. So, Adam had to explain to me that the introduction the animated introductions i guess the second introduction after all the idris elba stuff was they had replaced peter fonda with a different actor for this film which is i guess one of the reasons why they did that little intro explaining what was going on i I sort of had this feeling having you know since we watched ghost rider fairly recently of watching this and going i feel like this isn't quite what happened in ghost rider (laughs) yeah (laughs) like like it almost felt to me that like the relationship between ghost rider and ghost rider spirit of vengeance was the same sort of relationship between hulk and the incredible hulk (laughs) in which they're kind of one follows the other but not really like they they didn't do did they do anything about like jelly beans no no jelly beans what about chimp shows yeah, that, that wasn't like there. it seems like a different character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's like all I remember about Ghost Rider. The first one. Yeah, yeah, was the jelly beans and the chimp shows and Ava Mendez. Um, oh, yeah. I say I think you're right, Adam, because in in the Hulk movies, didn't they connect those via like a animated introduction as well, like rehashing the plot of the first film with different characters? Well, I mean, they have the intro in an Incredible Hulk of where it happens a little differently, but it's like, oh, this is how he became the Hulk. And, but, but then, but then it like starts in South America after the first one ended in South America, so it's got this kind of continuity. Whether that's yeah, to what degree that's meant to be intentional, I don't know. But. Well, the thing about this intro was that it was just such a Nick Cage intro, and it seemed like he was just going, like he just was like recalling different things from the first one. I was like. What is going on? Like this is not what I remember from the first film. <laughs> oh, so unreliable narrator is that what you think's happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where was the that part in the first case. film where he did the the jump bare assed? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that at all. And believe me, I would have remembered oh. Nick Cage bare ass. Google it. <laughs> so he's not bare assed. So have you seen it. Mandy? I have. Yes. He's he's wearing only his underwear in at least one scene in that movie. Paul just Googled uh, Nick Cage bare ass, but then like put his hand over the phone so I wouldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you can, I'm not you sure can Tony look can at it later this. on his Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but at least in the animated uh like beginning you still got the nick cage scream so that was kind of cool the animated <laughs> nick cage scream when he turns into ghost rider yeah I, I found that i found that very very odd as well and i'm glad that other people said that's not what i remember because i was like watching that thinking oh shoot i don't remember ghost rider at all <laughs> and for about five minutes was trying to think of the movie <laughs> So I really wasn't then at a disconnect or at a loss for not seeing the first one. You probably really? were in a better place. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Actually. 
Uh, I mean, you were working, working from a blank canvas. Except that it kind of felt like this movie just assumed that you'd seen Ghost Rider. And so, yeah, or true. possibly that you love Nicolas Cage. And so therefore didn't need to do anything else to make you empathize with Johnny Blaze as a character. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know this. I, I yeah. actually said that I said that to, to Paul when we were watching it, when um, you have the first scene where he kind of goes after those guys who are kidnapping the boy. I'm like, oh, wow, we are just we are into Ghost Rider. Like there's no mm-hmm. no setup. It's just boom. We're here. Yeah, I, I saw the same thing. Yeah. Immediately riding the ghost, the ghost. Yeah. Ghost riding that whip. Mm hmm. No, that's right. Ghost Rider wasn't there, though. Huh? In the first one, he wasn't there. That was all Idris Elba. Not in the first one, in the first part of the scene. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, Idris Elba is Johnny Blaze. <laughs> well, that would have been interesting. Mm, probably... Apparently, we really rebooted the universe. <laughs> yeah. so, so, is this the same character from Thor? No. Although I noted he seemed to be wearing the same contacts, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I haven't seen him in anything else. I was like, are those, like, his eyes? I literally had to do a Google image search to see <laughs> if those were, in fact, his eyes. And I just never noticed it in any other He context. wears contacts, contacts and everything else he does except these two movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these are his real. We've finally seen his real eyes. Yeah, Paul and I were talking about that, him being in it. And Paul was like, huh. I guess it's just he's a good actor. Like, <laughs> yeah, we he, we were talking about how he got the, uh, the he got the and billing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I personally feel like he was the best thing about this film, so mm-hmm. I think well deserved it, Elba. What about your boy Anthony Head? Oh, that made me mad. <laughs> Which one was Anthony? I was the one who got shot the in the head. Benedict that got shot at the beginning. And I got lured into watching this movie and being a co-host or one of the hosts for this film because my one of my favorite actors, Anthony Stewart Head, was in this film. And he dies within the first three minutes. <laughs> are, are you always a host of this show? Oh, yes. I am a host. No, sorry. Of this. Yes. I am a host of this show. Okay. Okay. I just got told to watch this, you know, encouraged to watch this movie because Anthony Stewart Head is one of my favorite actors and ended up Wait, biting the dust. Which one is he the person who gets shot? What? The monk. He's the monk yeah. at the beginning. Oh, okay. The one that Nancy Kerrigan caps with a revolver. That was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool, actually. Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. I... Wasn't his name Kerrigan? Corrigan or something? Corrigan. Oh. Billy Corrigan? Billy Corrigan? No, it is Kerrigan. Yeah, Ray Kerrigan. Oh. Billy Corrigan is Ray Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> No, because he had hair. It's called wig. Oh. <laughs> we only cast people whose guy... names are similar to the characters' names. <laughs> Ray Stevenson was busy. <laughs> I, I still think he looks like Jim Carrey, and i that's all I could think of the whole movie. Johnny Whitworth? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question about the Marvel Knights. Wasn't Punisher Warzone also a Marvel Knights film? Uh, I think so, yeah. Were there any others that were Marvel Knights? Because I don't recall any. Apparently, I'm making our guests do all the work on this. Oof. I don't think so offhand. Um, but uh, we're sort of at the tail end of the quote-unquote independent Marvel films. Um, after this, it's basically MCU, 
Spider-Man, X-Men, and then the one half-assed attempt to revive the Fantastic Four. Wait, wasn't Men in Black 3? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm not counting the... I'm talking main Marvel. Oh, oh, okay. Not the... The stuff that comic book-wise would have been printed under the Marvel label, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, would it... Right, it's not like the Men in Black are going to encounter Thor, right? But, you know, Ghost Rider... Are you Rider sure? They could. Hold on, let me, let me Google this. That Did seems you? like exactly the sort of thing that might have actually happened. <laughs> I noticed the uh, Blu-ray had the Men in Black 3 trailer on it. Yeah. Oh, I had that on the uh, DVD as well. Yeah, when you Google Men in Black Thor, you get lots of Chris Hemsworth news. Uh, not quite what I'm looking for. Mm, I tried Googling Men in Black Thor crossover, but uh, it's all about Men in Black International. I got, like, nothing about comics. Once again, Google has failed me. Maybe there's just nothing to find. Uh, well, there there will I be mean, now once we uh, transcribe, I guess, put the transcription up. <laughs> I guess the real question is, uh, is it really legitimate to have the first result be from the bustle? I would say anything but topics.com. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> so this dig.com one's okay? Oh, yeah. D- dig, that's like the... Um, is dig even that's the, anymore? That's like the Wall Street Journal of the aggregator sites. <laughs> Heavily conservative? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but still has a, a reliable journalism department, as long as you stay away from editorial. <laughs> I don't actually know that about WSJ. I'm just guessing. Wait, Wait a WSJ? WSJ? SJW? SJW? Conspiracy defense. <laughs> I think we've cracked this one wide open. <laughs> Somebody contact QAnon. <laughs> I got him on the phone right now. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll also call up the hacker known as 4chan. So with this this movie of how about those uh, the special effects though? Were they how were they in comparison to the first one? Better, I, yeah, better. I thought better. They were quite <laughs> they, a leap ahead. Well, for my money, they felt. Uh, more metal than in the first movie, particularly with regards to the skull. Like the first Ghost Rider just sort of felt like they took an animated uh, medical model of a skull and just put flames on it. Literally Nick Cage's skull in the first one. They dug it out of his head. (laughs) And put it back in. That's that's dedication to the craft right there. That's Nick Cage for you. Wow. And he's always doing weird stuff with his face. Yeah, like chewing aspirins or whatever that was doing in this one. Yeah, instead of jelly beans, it was painkillers. Yeah. Pain <laughs> so, Brianne, if you don't, if, having not seen the first one, I don't know how much you've heard, but probably my most two defining characteristics of him, of uh, Johnny Blaze in the first one, was that he drinks jelly beans out of like a martini <laughs> glass, and he's always trying to watch shows about chimpanzees. But he's given that a lot. Uh, I. I would add that he uh, and he accidentally ends up standing up Ava Mendez because he's uh, well, yeah, I mean, he he ended up transforming into uh, Johnny Blaze about two minutes before his date was scheduled to start, which meant that he wasn't able to make it there on time. No, he transformed into Ghost Rider like 45 minutes after his date was supposed to start. (laughs) He was still at his place. (laughs) All I know is I he was horrible at flirting. Um, that was intentional. Okay, 
He Wait, cheers. I thought you hadn't seen that movie. No, oh, sorry. I meant and in this one, he was horrible oh. at flirting. Oh. Um. He was he was great at the last one. <laughs> oh, okay. So we went downhill. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think he was any better. Oh. <laughs> And he just went, flip, just absolutely went nuts. I didn't understand why he went so crazy when he became the ghostwriter. Like, and it wasn't just like, I'm just a little crazy. Like, he went out of his mind nuts or as he was turning into ghostwriter. I think that's just as Nicolas Cage. That's fair. Yeah, I was also. Uh, we, we were we, like, what is kind of confused by that. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, in the special effects with it, like, I felt like they only had money for the flames because everything else went dark. Yeah, so, I, I kind of wondered about that. This is, mm. this is corrections to the podcast from episode 33. Okay. Um, where Charlie and I complained about this in our own podcast the first time. Okay. But having rewatched it a second time, it turns out that's actually one of um, Nancy Corgan's powers. But yeah, like, not- that, doesn't, that doesn't happen with Johnny Blaze. That's just with the uh, Dreadlock that, guy. That's him as Blackout. as Black. His name's literally Blackout. So, yeah. Oh, well, it okay. makes much more I sense. I did not know that. Oh. So, I, yeah, it wasn't the case that there was just going to Black for some stylistic reason. It was because uh-huh. that's his power. And that's what Rourke, is that what we're calling the devil this time around? Yes, that stuff is. Um, and he... Because he was Mephisto in the first one. Oh. But I think he's Rourke in this. Um, he says when he turns the guy into uh, Blackout that he controls or whatever decay and darkness. Oh, oh like literal darkness. Okay. Yeah, literal darkness. So yeah, as that long didn't, as we're... Yeah, that didn't so translate. I'm withdrawing my yep. objection from seven and a half years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was just me not watching the movie properly. And so obviously if I couldn't watch the movie properly, Charlie had no hope. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, they should just call him Blackout a couple of times. Yeah. I actually yeah. thought his name was Decay. I felt like that was a much better villain name than Blackout. Well, it turns out Blackout's actually a Marvel Ghost Rider character, so that's why he's Blackout. That's besides the point. I still think his name would have been much better as Decay. All right. And it's just no fan service at all? Nope, Fine. not at all. Leave those fans <laughs> unsatisfied. <laughs> I don't know what kind of podcast you guys run, but this I is, know. there's no servicing of the fans on this one. <laughs> Wait, they run a podcast? What? I they keep so trying to get I've me to listen to it. We we ran we ran it. one podcast when we when we watched this movie the first time. This is only our second time on any podcast ever. No, well, we did that Guardians of the Galaxy podcast. Oh, so yeah. we're gonna have to also arrange something for it. <laughs> <laughs> So, as long as you're doing corrections to the ancient podcasts, uh, <laughs> the sacred texts. <laughs> you you pointed out that uh, you know blackout grabs the I don't know what it was an English muffin or toast or blueberry muff, waffle I don't know some sort of food whatever it was it decays same thing with the apple and he grabs a Twinkie and he's able to eat that because it doesn't decay. The Twinkie was the only one that was plastic wrapped. So I contend it was not because it was a Twinkie, but it was because it was still in plastic. All right, let's put it to a vote. All in favor of Twinkie, say aye. 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 All in favor of it being plastic wrapped, say aye. 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 Twinkie has it. It's a Twinkie (laughs) joke. Well, I know it's a Twinkie joke. 
I mean, yeah, he's, he but... ages anything, though. He, like, corroded and rusted the gun, so he would weather through the plastic wrapping. It's not that sturdy of plastic. It's true. And he doesn't I, I don't know if it. you've been paying attention to what's going on in the oceans, Paul, but you're <laughs> wrong. It would turn into microplastics. But no, he... because it turns into microplastics under sun exposure. He's blackout. If anything, it's going to preserve it longer. But he ends up eating it. And when he eats it, it doesn't decay the whole thing like he does when he touches everything else. Well, it doesn't happen instantaneously. It doesn't decay in his mouth. And it doesn't decay in his hand once it touches and gets beyond the plastic. I think we need to see the poop. Twinkie decays in your mouth, not in your hand. (laughs) I think we need to see the poop. (laughs) I think we, yeah. the, the, The only solution is if we go inside his body, inner space style. Oh, you don't you don't want to do the Jurassic Park style and you know investigate Super Spoor? No, Magic School Bus style. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Anatomy <laughs> Park. <laughs> <laughs> Some your body's like a present. Sometimes you just gotta unwrap it. <laughs> wow, we, we're at Paul after dark. <laughs> I liked this movie. I don't know. What are you going to talk about? <laughs> uh, oh. Wait, were you the one who finished the movie and said you hated it? You can't just pull a 180 like that. <laughs> You're taking my job of defending this movie away from me. <laughs> there was, a, there was a, a, a sizable pause. I assumed everyone had said everything they wanted about the movie. No, no, no. I I still need to talk about verisimilitude. Go for it. So one thing that I really appreciated was their uh, attention to detail and realism uh, with regards to the missiles. They were firing javelin anti-tank missiles, which are noted for how they fly at the target, then zoom up and then come straight down onto it. Oh, like the weird going up and coming down thing that they were doing was because that's actually how a javelin missile works. Oh, huh. okay. It's because so- they actually fired a javelin missile <laughs> at Nick Cage. <laughs> no wonder he was in the hospital. And is that something you can fire shoulder mounted? Um, I think so. I think so I don't believe you need a tripod for it. I think they do that in Call of Duty, as I recall. Yeah. That should be your basis, in fact, for anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Charlie said duty. <laughs> so, Doug, why does it go up in the air and then come straight down? Is it some sort of like, it's, like maneuver to not get shot down? or? Yeah, I think it's like in, it's either an anti armor thing or it's an anti point defense thing. Oh. There's, some particular defense that it's trying to get around. Oh, I see. Or maybe for detonation purposes or something too. Like you don't want to miss what you're. Like, no, it's, you, it's I don't know. Like, it's how not that. I don't see. with your with your shoulder mounted rockets when you're playing Call of Duty. <laughs> shoot at their feet instead of you know right at their body. You have a larger target. If you hit the ground just a little bit beside it, it still gets some of the impact. Whereas if you're just shooting for the body of it and and you aimed off a little bit, then it just flies through the air. Hmm. <laughs> it's rocket jumping. So, when talking about reality, <laughs> apparently Ghost Rider pees fire. Yeah. 
And it's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. And the look on his face is one of pure joy as he's doing it. He's a grinning skull. What do you want? He shakes I, his head in the in the air. Ah. Uh, he shakes his head in the air. He nodded it up and down as if to say, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is just how much joy it brought to the little boy. <laughs> okay, but I do have something. I do have something that we may be from. This may be a different universe. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a trailer of Nick Cage, like with the boy next to him peeing fire. I I under I know what you're talking about, and I hmm. like like so I was thinking he was like, and it didn't you didn't do this like weird cut to him peeing and and <laughs> looking. The boy. No, it was like it was like he was he like showed the kid how to pee. Yeah, and the boy was there, and he didn't look at where the penis would be, but looked at the fire and, like, laughed. Is this just a different universe? Now, this this happened to me be- before I was 16, so I remember it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's, how you, well, it's how every boy learns how to pee. From Nicolas uh, Cage? <laughs> <laughs> With Michael Cage. See, that's what I was back. He did like a world tour, you know, (laughs) Ghost Rider (laughs) two. What's funny, Tony, is that's actually what I was expecting. So when I saw a flamethrower peeing from Ghost Rider, I was extremely confused because he he was like a flamethrower man. Yeah, yeah. Like I was expecting like a thin, a a a normal like pea sized stream of like liquid fire. You know, I wasn't ready for him just like. You know, willy nilly, like you know, yeah, flame throwing and like flinging it from side to side. (laughs) Right, that was. I don't. I don't think we can even definitively say that he was actually peeing. Am I I crazy? I. hmm. I don't think so because that's what I was expecting too. I don't know where it came from or what universe I'm from. Hmm. Apparently, maybe in the reboot. I like. I really believe that I saw this in a trailer way back when. Could you check? Or what? Or was it a detailed conversation that we yeah that we had about Ghost Rider containing flaming pee and then never going to the source material? Yeah, I I, I remember talking about this back then, Adam. I think I remember you telling telling me about it. How he? I, I mean, I remember the, the the pee stream and that it's the emotional connection for the boy, but I don't know if I remember the boy himself being present. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I watching really, the trailer right now. It hasn't come up yet. So, That'd be a weird thing uh, to put in the trailer. <laughs> we should really, we should make one have a Mandela effect episode. Yeah, we should. We should get Fergus <laughs> Ryorndon and get him on. Yeah. <laughs> is he? Is he busy? He, he's not. I've already oh. checked. Oh my god! The fire pee is the final shot of the trailer, but it's just him. Yes, it, it is. But the- it, but it is the. The scene directly before it is the boy asking him about it, so maybe it's just a sort of conflated memory. Oh, maybe. Um, gotcha. I like that this posits that you know Johnny Blaze is in this riled up Ghost Rider state, and then just suddenly decides like, oh, now I have to go pee. So he like stops all the carnage for a second to go pee, and like doesn't change back. <laughs> well, you saw how much water he was drinking in the cafe. <laughs> of course, he needs to go. Oh, pee. he didn't. He didn't need to drink that water. He was just preparing. <laughs> <laughs> need to fill up. 
But he sure switched to Ghost Rider P very quickly, where he takes a very long time to switch to Ghost Rider the rest of the film. Unless he just really had to go and just let it actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how he changes into Ghost Rider. He just really has to go. I think that he's a recycler, personally. <laughs> <laughs> So what about the mythology behind this one? Um, they tried to explain who Ghost Rider was as a fallen angel who just decided to go crazy? Or no, decided to no, no, he fall. Got, he, no, no, he got tricked. Yeah, Rourke tricked him. And then he, apparently the entire time he could have saved himself by going to church. The power was no, good no. the whole time. <laughs> when he takes the Eucharist, when Idris Elba offers him the bread, he is then cured. No, I think that's just... I enjoyed how he complained how the bread was stale. He's <laughs> like, oh, you've been carrying that bread around for a long time, huh? I don't think it's that that's curing him. My my theory was that the bread was moldy rye and that he went on a chemical-induced vision quest. <laughs> <laughs> so was it the, the love or his sacrifice for another person? Well, he didn't sacrifice anything, really. Was it just his connection with the boy that have really any connection with him Made at all. him yeah the, the the urine the peeing so uh doug thinking back to what you were saying thinking back to the special effects yeah it, and you, you were saying how they look a little more metal and i was this seemed like the almost the whole style of the movie seemed it felt like to different. me extremely like a like i was playing an xbox 360 game when all of the bad guys are doing their bad guy stuff and Ghost Rider shows up for the first time, it really felt like you were at that point, we're going to have, you know, the cutscene ends and now you're back in control and you're, you know, controlling Ghost Rider on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 you know, you're watching, yeah, it just seamlessly flows into the, okay, now the camera pans behind him, yep. and now you're standing oddly still for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Until, he's, until he just kind of moves a little bit, like cranes his neck and goes like, hell yes. Or <laughs> Shakes his chain a little bit. You know? Like, yeah. oh, I gotta move the stick. Okay. <laughs> but I, there was something about, like, in a, you know, it wasn't in addition to, like, the effects, I feel like that the whole... Like maybe the style of the movie, the way it was shot, it had that kind of for it. But yeah, like yeah. the speed up and like the low frame rates, you know that that sort of thing. Or there were like some jumps too. Like yeah, it like it it starts like that from literally the Columbia logo at the beginning. Oh, like as like, far as like, like the, the irregular frame torch. rates and stuff like yeah. that. Well, and I think that's actually quite common uh, a common style for the directors, uh, Mark Nevaldine and Brian Taylor. Um, they're known, they did stuff like Crank and Crank High Voltage and Gamer, all three of which they're known for being dark, edgy, and over the top on a very small budget. Oh, mm-hmm. oh so, I've seen yeah. Crank. My, my, my favorite thing about it is that they did Crank and Crank 2 and Gamer as a team, and they did Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, and that's the last thing they did together as a team. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said all they needed to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pinnacle. <laughs> so i'm generally on board with that kind of stuff like i've i've seen crank and i actually enjoyed it despite how stupid of a movie it is um one of the best endings though 
Uh, but my problem here was that they did that everywhere. Like scenes that had no business whatsoever having that kind of stylish, you know, cinematography and editing had it. Like they just, they'd never let up. So when you're trying to like speed things up and slow things down, but you're always doing that, Mm. like you need a contrast there. Like slow scenes should be slow. There's a lot of handheld camera work too. A lot of sort yeah. of shaky cam stuff going on, which it was very in your face when it happened, and then you'd have long stretches where it wasn't happening, and then it would come back and be like, "Oh, yeah, there that is again." I feel like kind of adding to the uh, edginess as well. I, I I don't know. I feel like I noticed the soundtrack a little bit in this, and that it, there was like this, you know, good kind of slow generic rock that would play in the background that almost seemed like an action theme, but I didn't really find myself noticing the soundtrack much other than that yeah there wasn't anything of note really for me either i would and i was listening during the credits too and it was very generic and not not particularly interesting no no home of the brave here yeah <laughs> i mean there's there the time grave, like bit charlie because <laughs> okay. he's undead <laughs> yep <laughs> i love i mean i love a good you know cheesy rock anthem that kicks in but uh, I kind of wa- I wanted more. Like I was like, well, if it's going to be over the top, I want it to go all the way. So, what do you guys think of the actors? Besides, we've talked about Nicolas Cage as Johnny Blaze, but the other actors, um, Karen uh, Hines as Rorick, um, playing instead of uh, Peter Fonda, I or mean, Johnny Whitworth as uh, Ray Kerrigan. What do you guys think? I thought Kieran Hines did a good job of being gross. Yeah. Doing the doing a little bit of the what Tony and I were what's what the Robert De Niro the Robert De Niro face. Yeah. Oh. Felt <laughs> mm. like he was kind of doing that a little yeah. bit. I, mm. I honestly I, I But in like a gross way. <laughs> I, I really didn't I really didn't care for the acting. I, I well, hated I, a lot of it. <laughs> I I thought he was pretty miscast, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's really he weird. He just Either he wasn't getting the proper direction or he was getting the wrong direction because he's, you know, we've seen him in plenty of other stuff where he's good. So it just felt like he like was underplaying to the point where I was just kind of bored by him. I mean, he's the devil, right? I'd say, yeah, he should have gone for it a little bit more. They should have let him go for it a little bit more. Especially when you're opposite Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. I don't think underplaying is the way to go when you're opposite Nick Cage. I just think you're you're lost. (laughs) And it's really weird. Like, since now I know that Peter Fonda was that character before, then you kind of feel his absence a little bit more here, too. You're like, okay, well, this is just completely different. And I don't see why we're doing this now. Like, why go this direction? So, Charlie, if you could improve this movie, what would you do? Ooh. (laughs) 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 I would really, I think we need to add this to. Do this every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad segment. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Adam made a great point about the fact that we don't build any sort of connection to Johnny Blaze in this movie at all. Like, you really expected to carry that over from the last film. Or just, anyone except Idris Elba. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so true. It's like. And Idris Elba only because he's so good because he's Idris Elba. Yeah, it's like, why should we care whether this guy gets. 
gets the spirit taken away from him or put back or saves this kid or doesn't save this kid. He's just a freaking I, crazy I guy going around killing everybody. That's all we really know about him. You don't want a powerful devil guy. You don't want the Antichrist, I guess. Yeah, like that's literally it. Unless you're watching Good Omens. No, that's true. <laughs> so to improve it, we need to go the Blade route where we replace the the little comic scene at the beginning of this movie with the entirety of Ghost Rider 1. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think that works because Ghost Rider 2 seems to be behaving as if Ghost Rider 1 <laughs> happened differently. <laughs> I think we, we need to make a Ghost Rider 2 prequel and then put that in the director's cut. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage would do it. <laughs> no question. Yeah. Actually, they were talking about doing a Ghost Rider 3 and he was basically like, sure, it won't be me, but they can if they want. He was done. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh. So I think to make it a little bit better is not having so much like serious Nick Cage and go back to like the first one where he was a little more crazy. What? Yeah. You know, you yeah. gotta meet his fun side a little more. Yeah. Uh, oh, you just... mean like the the? You mean Johnny Blaze? The jelly beans. Yeah, Johnny okay. Blaze. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Nick Cage actually is like kind of funny. You know what I mean? And I remember like Ghost Rider was some like not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was like enjoyable at the end. But like, but seriously though, I thought <laughs> I thought that it it was a it just felt like a different character and. Like everything that they kind of worked at, like he just was like super serious, and then like the quote unquote like comedic relief was him screaming at this guy <laughs> who looked who looked like Chris Kattan <laughs> and telling him how he was gonna like suck his soul or whatever. And he's like, you don't want to see me turn. <laughs> and I was like, what am I watching? Like, this is crazy. Corky Romano's no, 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 real no, no, weird. No. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Ghost Rider transformation stuff is an allegory for being horny. You know, he, he he's trying really hard to control it. He knows it's not socially acceptable, but it is a challenge for him as a horny American. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. A horny American fun. abroad. <laughs> yeah. Horny American. In, I don't know what Romanian city was it set in. I don't know. We didn't it just know. Said Eastern Europe, right? Yeah, yeah it just says Eastern Europe. And we saw in the credits it was filmed in Romania and Turkey. There's there's only the so many places where there are those. Uh, those mining. Those coal. Yeah. The, the big yeah. uh, minor things. Also. Can he just take, he can summon any, like, vessel? Yeah, like, what if he were driving, like, a a freighter or something? Yeah. No, I think that's it. Whatever he's driving. Whatever he's driving turns into. Yeah, turns into a pimped out, like, fire vehicle. Like, it happens to horses. We know that. So, oh, he did that in the first one, then, too? Sam Elliott in the first one, yeah, was was on a horse, and then he was on the motorcycle. Well, I don't think things changed. Like they had to explain yeah, like, it here, like whatever I drive turns into fire. Whatever, he even rides. though you've already, yeah, whatever I ride, like even though you've already seen oh, that, 
So you you know, he only can, let's explain it. But, you, <laughs> but we established in the movie that things ride. So we know what happened to Ava Mendez now. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, because he wasn't doing the riding, if you know what I mean. Oh. It's only he yeah. rides. Yeah, we, she was fine. Really. <laughs> Thank so you Charlie, for the now. Is all you you just want more movie, and that that would fix it. Uh, is that what you took away from what I said? <laughs> more of what I said and less of everything else. <laughs> well, I mean, so I guess the fact that there's no characterization is okay if you just kind of along for the ride. Like, this is going to be a big, dumb movie that has a bunch of action sequences and then it's over. You're it wrong, Charlie. What? <laughs> 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 I looked at Paul and said when it was the final scene, I was like, "This is the best part of the movie," and I hate like they could have been doing this the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. It would have been yeah. fun. Could have been fighting on the hood. Yeah, I there was no action or anything. It was like shooting and changing things. When he took monks. over the bucket mining oh, that was so machine, stupid. like that was the coolest yeah, that was, part of the movie. Good. And I was like, all right, now this is what this movie's about. Like, he's going to take over other stuff. Like, this is clearly. Yeah. No. You know, this is if they if he if they, he, this is the thing he takes over now, then what's the big thing he's going to be turning into flames by the end of the movie? And it's no, really disappointing. It just turned into a big danger thing. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fix my my motorcycle on the back of this flatbed while it's going 70 down the highway. Oh, and this child's going to sit here watching me pee. <laughs> somehow he had to learn i mean he's he was probably you know it was he was like probably 12 or 13 he was about, about time for 13. him to learn he's about to be 13 yeah it was time for him to learn he turned 13 on the 13th diapers gotta come off someday mm, i know that's right or they don't actually you, you can keep going all right so, so what if you rode uh, a space rocket then it would be on fire would that turn into something that shoots flames yes anything he rides can I go at the speed of light? That's unclear. Oh, I, I think, guess this is well, for the sequel. Cosmic things Ghost go Rider. slightly faster, I guess. Just when he's taking them over. Otherwise, they're going to do this all night. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you guys think of this movie? Did you want to turn it into decay with your touch? Or did you want to turn it into fire as you wrote it in glory in battle? <laughs> I think what I'm... I, <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is how many plastic wrapped Twinkies do you want to give this movie? I thought you were going to go with doctor's visits to deal with the burning human <laughs> sensation. <laughs> For stolen prescription pills. <laughs> how many nurses do you want to awkwardly flirt with as you come out of unconsciousness? <laughs> All 10 nurses. <laughs> 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 actually time or all at once <laughs> paul paul and i were were pretending like at the beginning because it's so boring we were like introducing different like uh celebrities into the movie and we both said that amy poehler would be a very good nurse right there no <laughs> <laughs> oh. um so the first time i saw this movie i recall generally leaving thinking it was a pretty bad movie and maybe worth seeing if you were in the mood for a bad movie, but not really beyond that. And this time 
I'm not convinced that's really true. Um, it is very stylistic. It's got some nice stylistic things to it. They don't always work like the yeah speed up, slow down of like cars driving away. It's like, oh, we don't want to watch these cars drive. Let's speed it up. Oh, wait, we need this scene. Slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, take it back. Um, and I is Idris Elba bad in anything he's done ever? I, this is a question I'm posing in the universe, and I'm pretty sure the answer is no. So, like, even in stuff like this, right, like, he's just about the most watchable part of this movie. With the possible exception of Nick Cage. Because while Nick Cage is insane and loony in this movie, it's still watchably insane and loony. <laughs> even if it's just like, what is going to happen next? Um, but the main issue that I have with this movie is that I was just really bored by it. And kind of like what Charlie was saying, um, because it never gave us really a, a reason or opportunity to sort of get on board with the characters, it just sort of assumed... Oh, well, you like Ghost Rider from the first movie, so here he is again. And, oh, well, it's a mom and her kids, so obviously you like them, even though we've seen that they're kind of awful because they're stealing from people, even though those people themselves are scumbags. But, so whatever, everyone's awful. Great. Like, I just had no connection to any of these people. I mean, it's kind of bad when you're, you're like, second or third most charming person in the movie is the, the henchman villain, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just by the time we got to the climax at the end, I was like, like that part was more engaging, but it kind of felt like I wish we'd had more of this, like more consistently instead of just like fire digger. And then this scene just doesn't really do it for me. And so I think that's why uh, I'm going to give this three and a half Twinkies. Hmm. So the half a Twinkie is it's not half a Twinkie. It's it's an unwrapped Twinkie. I just didn't like this movie that much at all. Not as bad as The Punisher, because it had Nick Cage and Idris Elba, but not as good as Howard the Duck, because half of Howard the Duck actually seems like a halfway decent movie, and it's hard to tell what... But they would have to do some pretty dramatic changes, I think, to get this up to an entertaining movie. So I did not like this movie one bit. Wait, now I'm getting whiplash because you said you liked it earlier. <laughs> know, First you hate right? it, then you love it, then you hate it. Yep, this is all. This is all. It's all the big joke. No, I um. So like like I said, I, I hadn't seen this movie, but I'd seen Ghost Rider, and I don't. I think so. I, I just looked at my score for Ghost Rider, and I gave it a four. So I I think it's uh it may have like gotten better in my mind or something. I don't know. I guess I expected something that was like similar to that, but. This movie I felt just lacked direction the whole time. Like I didn't understand like why we're trying to get the boy, like what's going on. It's like you find out way later in the movie that he's the spawn of the devil. Like do they lose their powers? He gets his power. It was just all over the place. And there was like no, like I think the best thing about Ghost Rider was definitely like, the second half of the movie where there was consistent action and, and different things like that. And I thought, okay, maybe this is what this will be. And there's really only that end scene, which I was kind of in the same boat, Adam, where I was just like, okay, I wish, I wish we would have had this, but like, just be over. Like, <laughs> just, just get it done. You know, 
I did, although I, I did like how uh, he sent uh, the devil back down to hell. That was actually a really cool part. And then he just celebrates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just like, I did it. Yeah. And then she's like, For, so where's my boy? And he's like, and you could just see skull. the skull's like, oh, sh- yeah, I'm supposed <laughs> to find the boy. <laughs> I, I love that during that during that shot where he's like, you know, it's like oh, the overhead shot of him, like, screaming into the sky, like, yeah. Yeah. That you were like, all right, like, fade to black and Ghost yeah. Rider, roll the credits. <laughs> yeah, roll the credits. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he, he casts the, <laughs> the devil down. We don't even know about the boy. <laughs> like, I think that would have worked. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, just, just Sopranos it. Fade to black. <laughs> He, he's probably fine and you don't care. <laughs> Idr- Idris Elba. I did like uh, him in this, and I think that was like the watchable point. But you can actually see him be bored in the movie while he's talking to Nick Cage. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> When he, That's some honest acting right there. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he, where he says, you know, what, like, say after me or something. And then Nick Cage kind of does it. He goes, yeah, that's good enough. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they, yeah. So, anyway, uh, I give this two. Uh, was it Twinkie Rappers? I didn't Twinkie like it. Rappers. Oh, just the rappers. <laughs> the spoiled <laughs> rappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit of of beef tallow and and uh, yeah. cream left cream on up, yeah. <laughs> oh. You see, he's eating it like a monster. So I have mixed feelings about this movie. I've only really rated two movies on the actual March at this point. One of which being Men in Black which I ranked as a nine and then Electra, which I ranked as a five. And this movie is definitely worse than both of those movies. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. This movie is worse than men in black. <laughs> I know it's, it's rough. It's a hard call, but I think, yeah, rough, I'm going to have to hard. stick to my, to my gut here. Um, Idris Elba uh, is probably what's saving this sucker from being really, really low. And I actually did like the guy who played blackout. I thought he did a pretty good job with with his acting and as that character, I thought he was sufficiently creepy enough, even though he didn't follow any of the comic blackout characteristics at all, as was that I was reading, is that the only thing that he kept was the look. Have you ever read a single Ghost Rider no. comic in your life? That's what my research told me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that he was actually criticized for the character because, or they, they were criticized for that character because the only thing they kept from the comics was his look. I thought you were like, I haven't read the comic, but I understand that it's not the same, so therefore it's terrible. Right, so them reaching out to the fans and just giving him a name and his look, to me, seems not cool, and his name still should have been Decay. Um, And I just didn't have any connection to anything, really, within the film. I was bored, and I thought the only other thing is the special effects I thought were pretty cool, but there weren't enough to save, really, the film, so... I think I'm going to give this movie 2.5 uh, plastic-wrapped Twinkies, which for me is half of the ratings that I would give Elektra. Um, Doug, what did you think about the film? Uh, well, as I said, it, it certainly tries to be stylistic, but then it just has no idea what it's doing. So it applies that, that same theory to 
every scene, regardless of whether it's appropriate or not. I was honestly disappointed by much of the CGI. Like it just, it really felt like Xbox 360 cutscenes the whole way through. The only time I was really enjoying the movie was pretty much when they hit Daybreak after the ritual stuff, and you get after like all the that. Bad boys. Yeah. After he murders a bunch of politicians with a chain and then goes on to smash up a bunch of trucks, that part was awesome. But overall, I just found myself thinking this movie is just terrible. Just like I don't I don't I hate to say it, but it feels like uh, Nick Cage kind of phoned this one in. No, didn't didn't care for the guy they got to play the devil. The devil's sidekick. He was decent, um, as was. Idris Elba, but that just that wasn't enough. I think I'm gonna have to give it four and a half Twinkies. Like like that half one is uh, it's just kind of you're you're like licking the residue on one of the wrappers. Uh, Paul, what did you think? I found myself a little little bored. You know, I wanted a little more of the the playful Nick Cage instead of necessarily like the crazy screaming Nick Cage. I would have liked to see you know not that every dumb action movie needs to be like set piece after set piece but i could have gone for more than basically two ish stretches of the movie that had you know kind of some engaging action because i thought it when it was done it was done well it was just there were parts in between that were where i kind of lost interest you know i would have liked uh, to see more stuff kind of like the mine scene or you know the the quarry scene or whatever when he takes over that large uh, bucket excavator thing the parts of the movie that i enjoyed i you know really did like although some of that might have just been me really like wanting to like it because i liked the first ghost rider pretty well looking back at my ratings though i'd have to probably give this one i think i'm also gonna go 4.5 wrap plastic wrap twinkies because yeah that that looks about like where it should lie like enjoyed it more than the Punisher, less than Electra, and apparently about as much as Men in Black 2. But in, in the same way as Men in Black 2, it was a disappointing number two. <laughs> <laughs> there was no excitement as it happened. Yeah. <laughs> what this movie felt like is that somebody came up with a lot of ideas for what they wanted to do, and didn't come up with any idea how to connect those ideas. Blackout's kind of a neat character. I think Idris Elba is a great character. You've got Ghost Rider who can, anything that he rides becomes like a super awesome flame vehicle. You know, one okay action sequence and another really good action sequence at the end. And it sounds like, you know, somebody was in a brainstorming session, came up with those ideas and was like, well, that's our movie. <laughs> we're just going to throw all these things together and put them in the best order we can think of. And then, you know, it's an hour and a half. So characterization would have gone a long way in to like glue this movie together in some way that made you actually care or interested in what was going on. I think the best example of that is just the end of the movie where they get to the part where he resurrects the kid. And then all of a sudden we cut to ghost rider riding down the highway saying, I am ghost rider. The end. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. we don't know how to end the movie so let's just say i'm ghost rider and that's the end they really should have ended on the hell yes like 
I, I, but at the same time, I kind of enjoyed this a little bit more than the first time I watched it because I was just kind of able to see, like, okay, well, this is a dumb movie that I know isn't going anywhere. So my expectations were adjusted a little bit so I could try to enjoy the separate components, but still not not good by any stretch. I'm going to give this four wrapper Twinkies out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Got to wrap those Twinkies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us on our 35th installment of the Merry Marvel Movie March. Our next installment is the culmination of Phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the May 2012 blockbuster, The Avengers. And I am Brianne Gobeski. I'm Doug Gobeski, very much looking forward to The Adventures. And I'm Paul Wilcox. It was, this was a great time hosting the podcast again, like we do every week. Oh, it's a weekly podcast. <laughs> Very <laughs> ambitious. Well, yeah, otherwise it would take forever to get through these. Patreon and, and uh, <laughs> click the buy me a coffee link, you know, for a one-time donation. <laughs> <laughs> buy me my next Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you swipe up uh, <laughs> to, to view our YouTube. Yeah. Smash Subscribe. that like, hit the bell. Yeah, hit the bell. Um, and uh, make sure to um, follow us on Dig. <laughs> and a huge thanks goes out to our special guest for riding this podcast with us today, uh, Adam Gobeski. A ghostly experience. <laughs> uh, Tony. <laughs> Tony Huff. <laughs> Uh, riding experience. <laughs> and Charlie Wallace. Uh, a, um, spirited experience. <laughs> <laughs> What's, like, the word that would go with, like, vengeance? Like, vengeant? Like, vengeful. Vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Paul, I reckon that about wraps it up for another episode of the Gobeski Wallace Report. Yes, it does, but the fun doesn't have to end here. No? No, you can check out our other episodes at GobeskiWallaceReport.com. Do we have a social media presence as well? Yes, we do. I suppose it's probably, (laughs) what, Twitter and Facebook? Uh, We are on, on Twitter at GW Report. I guess that'll have to do for now. Yep, I guess so. One additional point I don't know goes anywhere that I was just baffled by the scene where he's in the diner with the kid and he sees the other kid being consoled by the father or whoever. And so he decides to console the kid by tousling his hair like he's some sort of alien who's never dealt with another human being before. And is just observing people around him to figure out how to react. And then blames it on a bee. <laughs> blames it on a bee. Oh, yeah, I, missed, I, I must have missed that part. <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, Johnny Blaze is a human being who's existed on Earth <laughs> for quite a while. It's did, just do we do we know that? <laughs> <laughs> I guess only if the first movie is to be considered connected to this. Established, it's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, even with the first movie, you know. I mean, we did, we Earth. don't know about conception. What? Yeah. For Johnny Blaze, right? We they oh. didn't they didn't go for that. Yeah. Hmm. How he was conceived? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you see it. Unless you see it, how do you know? It's, has it hasn't been observed. <laughs> <laughs>
Just tossing theories out. <laughs> yeah, a tree and yeah, another yeah. tree fall <laughs> in the woods. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta run some damn experiments. <laughs> so you think that every movie should just start with the main characters, parents, <laughs> having sex so you can see how they were conceived. Well, you can do like one of, like a time lapse of like you know of the sperm meets of, the egg. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, maybe set to like Rite of Spring or something. <laughs> so, yeah. so is your ideal film two thousand one a space odyssey then, or is that too much because it does it backwards? More like uh, oh, look who's oh. talking. I think. <laughs> The perfect film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie hit it right on the head. <laughs> oh, ten out of ten. <laughs> we need we need to do the look who's talking march. <laughs> yes, I, I would I would like a backstory in every single movie now from now on. I didn't know I wanted it until now. We need to start making these uh, scenes. That would have made Thor. Mis- that would have made Thor very interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no twist now. See. Oh. <laughs> Want all my surprises up front. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you gotta no, front load the excitement. No twists, no turns. No, exactly. Just Iron Man 2 and an adventure with Shield. <laughs> <laughs> Could use more Shield, though. Yeah. <laughs> Needs more Shield scenes <laughs> that presuppose experience with Shield. Yeah. You're Charlie, right? <laughs> Anybody? Oh, yeah, especially, especially if you're Charlie. Yeah, no, Charlie just wanted the birth of Shield of every agent of Shield. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where IT guy number three is conceived. <laughs> you see him for this moment right here. Uh, so now you know he's a real human. Uh, we we right. have the evidence. <laughs> This just goes back to Adam's whole thing. Like the narrator of this would be like Polly Shore, like telling mm-hmm. <laughs> to tell a good story, you must first conceive the characters. 